Welcome to another Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I created this show with the intention of empowering others to help and love themselves. Aside from weekly skin tips, you will hear me spotlight extraordinary souls from around the world who are making a difference by helping people in their own way. Together, we can all make a difference, and it starts with love, love from the hip. Many veterinarians, especially those who specialize in end-of-life care, say that when a pet is dying, they will either turn inward to disconnect from their human and go find a place to die, or they will become more clingy and needy in their final days. Just like humans, many dying animals may have a last surge of energy and partake in activities they had once stopped. In addition, similar to a dying human, they may also wait until the right people are present to essentially say their goodbyes and then let go. Since it is tough to know what our animals are feeling or if they even know they are dying, veterinary behaviorists suggest the hmm scale in assessing your animal's state, which includes hurt. Is your pet's pain controlled? Hunger. Can your pet still eat? Hydration. Can your pet still drink enough water? Hygiene, can your pet be kept clean? Happiness, is your pet able to enjoy activities and or mental stimulation? Mobility, can your pet move around on his own? And lastly, are there more good days than bad? While there is a question of whether or not an animal senses if it is dying, the fact that they do grieve the death of another animal may be reason enough to believe that they do indeed know. In fact, a wide range of animals have been observed for their act of grieving, which has included whales, birds, elephants, dolphins, apes, and dogs. And while there have been numerous studies showing that dogs mourn their humans, they also mourn their canine companions as well. In a recent study, 86% of people reported negative changes in their dog after the loss of their other household dog, and these negative effects lasted six months or longer. Some researchers say this could also be related to the dog empathizing with its owner's grief. So when our animals die, where do they go? In the 1980s and 1990s, several works of poetry alluded to the Rainbow Bridge, or a meadow where our animals go when they die. Here, fully healed and pain-free, they wait for us. When we join them, we cross a mythical overpass, a bridge which connects heaven and earth. Animal communicators, mediums, psychics, and some vets encourage us to communicate prior to that rainbow bridge through the foundation in which all animals communicate with each other as well as us, telepathy. Telepathy, meaning distant feeling in Greek, is a type of extrasensory perception, or ESP, defined in parapsychology as the paranormal acquisition of information concerning thoughts, feelings, and activity of another person. It was first coined in 1882 by Friedrich William Henry Myers, Greek scholar and founder of the Society for Psychical Research. Myers believed that the consciousness could function independently of the body or that the mind was not dependent on the brain. Much like Descartes, he believed consciousness continued after death. After the creation of the American Society for Psychical Research in 1885, telepathy became the first psychic phenomenon to be studied scientifically. Interest in telepathy grew following World War I because people wanted to communicate with their dead loved ones. Many theories have been made to support the concept of telepathy. These have included the radio wave theory and the timeless spaceless psychic field theory. According to the radio wave theory, telepathy works like radio waves. People often speak of vibes as though there are telepathic brain waves going from one person to another, while the timeless spaceless theory states that there is a special field where our thoughts are stored in. Another to further the study of telepathy even more is biologist and author Dr. Rupert Sheldrake. In his popular book, Dogs that know when their owners are coming home and other unexplained powers of animals, published in 1999, Sheldrake claims dogs know when their owners are coming home because they are telepathic and provides evidence from interviews with hundreds of pet owners and animal trainers, as well as from his own experiments with his 10-year-old terrier, JT. 
Sheldrake began to notice how groups of species could communicate and believed this to be caused by a morphogenetic field. He believes that dogs, birds, humans, even termites carry invisible morphic fields through which their ancestors pass on habits, customs, even IQ points, down the generations. He explains morphic fields as a bond within a species, that there are many kinds of bonds, such as those between a mother cat and her kitten. And he believes the morphic field serves as a channel for telepathic communication. Quantum mechanics provides yet another explanation as to how telepathy works through quantum entanglement or the remarkable coherence displayed in living systems. While science continues to research this mysterious phenomenon, more and more studies and instances are proving that we humans are hardwired for telepathy. We just have to engineer it and remember it. Today on Love from the Hip, I have the pleasure of interviewing medium Kate Kofelt. Kate will share her own journey of becoming a medium, how she communicates with people and animals living and past, as well as missing pets. Plus, later on the show, she will help you to connect with your pet who has passed, so you'll want to call in. So stick around for more of this conversation. The passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging, but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space, compassion, and especially someone who works across the veil. Allow Sakura Sutter, multidimensional channeler and intuitive medium, to be your spiritual guide with the other side. No matter if you choose to communicate with your transitioned loved ones to help you with the grieving process, or connect with spiritual, galactic, and other light beings to explore and dive in more on your spiritual path, Sakura can assist you. Not only does Sakura channel insightful messages, but she also incorporates her metaphysical tools to help you move through blocks and unprocessed emotions and feelings, providing you with a closure, relief, and new mindset to move forward. So don't hesitate to take your first step towards healing so you can start living your life once again. Remote sessions available. Contact Sakura at sakurasutter.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A-S-U-T-T-E-R.com. Taking care of your body's largest organ can be difficult, but not for Astera Skincare Mist. This topical skin spray supports your skin's own natural healing defenses. Astera Skincare Mist is a light misting spray, free of parabens, alcohol, toxins, and fragrance. This all-natural topical skin spray will take the woe out of your skincare worries without clogging your pores. Irritation, inflammation, redness, post-procedure sensitivities, no problem. With Astera Skincare Mist, you can continue about your day without the skin dismay. Acne, rosacea, psoriasis, sunburns, rashes, and fungus? Don't let these skin concerns inconvenience you. Instead, let Astera Skincare Mist allow you to be happy in the skin you're in. Available at Sakura Skin and Mind. Learn more at esteracare.com. That's E-S-T-H-E-R-A care.com. Your skin is your body's largest organ. Care for it properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers several clinical facial treatments to help stimulate collagen production, eliminate toxins, boost circulation, and deeply cleanse. See a new you in your mirror. Clinical facials range from $90 and up. Do your face a favor. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. U-R-A-SkinAndMind.com. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook and to subscribe and share my podcast, Love from the Hip, that's H-Y-P, anywhere you can find podcasts. Today, I have the pleasure of having medium Kate Kofelt on my show. Hi, Kate. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, thanks for having me on this show. I'm excited to be back. I know, it's a pleasure. (laughs) Where are you joining us from today? Um, I am sitting looking at the ocean view from Laguna Niguel, California. (laughs) We're not jealous at all, right, Eric? (laughs) <laughs> right. So, Kate, sunshine and ocean views. <laughs> oh, wonderful. So, Kate, how long have you been a medium? Um, so I've been a medium all my life. I've, I'm a natural born medium, but I have been practicing professionally for about eight years. And how did you so, end up practicing professionally? <laughs> well, um, I... <laughs> 
that's kind of an interesting story. So um, I uh, was a corporate gal, worked for major corporations, very common names, brand names, um, and doing systems implementation type work and training around that. But um, there was a family um, situation which caused an estrangement, and that sent me to therapy because, you know, I grew up in an alcoholic home. And, you know, one of my first memories of my mom is kicking her, kicking me in the face. And my mm. dad was the alcoholic. So I knew I had some of my own issues I needed to look at. So I thought, let's go to therapy, look at this, and see if we can try to fix this situation. And during the, that process, um, you know, the, the therapist, suggested I had a gift. And I'm like, what do you mean? And, Hmm. you know, I wasn't familiar with that as much because I grew up in a a Christian fundamentalist Christian home, and I had very strict Christian beliefs. Hmm. And, um, you know, just for being a medium, I would be going to hell for, for connecting with one that that was my thought, and my, my belief system at the time. So, it was it was hard for me to hear that, but it also excited me because that's who I am. <laughs> right, right. And it seems pretty One common. Of my very I, first, I'm sorry? It seems pretty common. A lot of mediums end up finding out from their therapist that they're a medium. Yeah, it's really interesting because I really thought I was going crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, there was just a lot of things in my life that would happen, and I'm such a I'm so much about the truth. Like I'm the type of person you do not lie to. I mean, I know when you're doing it um, and I may not let you know that I know that you are, but you just don't do that with me because I will never, ever trust you again. And it's funny. And, and I, I operate from that level. I, I expect that somebody would want the truth from me, whether it was a good truth or not, I would expect they want that from me as well. So I, I always try to do that. And mm-hmm. It's funny because when I started discovering this, it just felt like almost like being gaslit in my family system because in dysfunctional families and alcoholic homes, there's a lot of um, dysfunction where there's gaslighting involved, and that's the normal practice. Yeah. (laughs) It was like, well, what's real? What's not? And so for the therapist to come out this way, I just thought, wow, that's – and it was such a gift, actually, this, this estrangement, believe it or not, you know, if you want to look, it's a horrible thing that that happened, but it's a gift in another way because I really discovered who I was and 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 I could see the world very differently because of it. Right, absolutely. And so having grown up a child in trauma and chaos, would you say that that also will spark that gift as a, as a kid? Oh, absolutely. To help? Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, as children, you know, I think we're all naturally open. You know, we're, we're naturally connected to the divine. We're naturally um, open to spirit. You know, we're innocent, and um, which is quite the opposite of how Christians think because they, they, you know, drill in the fact that you were born into sin, that you're born a sinner. So, um, that you know, that's another level of complexity. But, you know, when you... When you're a child and you you are navigating from a place of survival and right. neglect, um, you tend to just check out. You know that's how your brain survives. And I really believe the angels took care of me during that time. And I think that angels take care of us when we're in that situation. And I truly believe all of my life experiences has led me up to the work that I do today. So I can understand what my clients might be going through right. during their, you know, during this lifetime. I, I can see with different eyes, like I say. So. Yeah. And, and to go back to what you were saying, I think, uh, you know, growing up a child during, you know, chaos or with trauma, you tend to dissociate, right? You tend to not yes, want to be into, in your body. So then it's, where do you go, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. So, and I would just naturally gravitate to, you know, I loved unicorns. and <laughs> oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I loved the magical, you know, things. And I would just kind of dream about those, you know. So it was just natural for me. And one of my very first experiences, you know, it's funny. Um, <clears throat> there's a lot of estrangement, as I said, in my, in my family. That's the family pattern. There's so much, 
I, I've discovered so much. Spirit is so amazing. I've, I've learned so much from the other side, from mm. my mom, who's in spirit, in fact, and my grandmother, who was very psychic and blind. Um, she helps me. But it's funny because um, as a child, you're always shaped or you grow up thinking one way. And then when you discover who you are, you, you really kind of take the blinders off. It really does empower you mm-hmm. in many ways, but during the time you don't know exactly where to go. And again, I think that's where, you know, we just as innocents naturally tune in, you know, we turn towards self and right. that just becomes a natural um, way of living. But when I was about four or five, I want to say, when my grandmother passed, the psychic one, the very psychic one, um, <laughs> I was dreaming. I, I was, you know, dreaming of sleeping, and I woke up, and I saw a coffin at the end of my bed, and she was sitting hmm. in the coffin, and she reached her hand out to me, and it scared the heck out of me. I was like, oh, my God. And that was the last time I physically saw spirit. But that second that closed my eyes, we got the phone call, she passed, hmm. and now spirit, I mean, and all through my life, spirit has tried to connect with me through various ways. Even when my mother passed, um, it was funny. My ex-husband um, was sitting on the couch and we had gotten the call and literally a, a book full of um, Christmas pictures had literally just flown off the shelf and literally opened up to my mom's picture right mm-hmm. at that phone call. So even though I couldn't physically see her she was letting me know mm-hmm. right there yeah and, and you brought up a good way. point Kate about how you're still able to heal those family patterns and traumas when your oh, ancestors I'm a passed. Walking testament of that yeah absolutely. <laughs> I have um it's funny because as I came when I discovered I was a medium I did try a couple of development groups um, but for me, it felt a lot. I didn't find the right group. For one thing, if anybody's in a development group, you want to make sure that the people in that group are fully supportive of your journey and that you don't feel like you're the outsider or that you're not being supported. There's so many development groups in which you can find that community. So I would encourage anybody who's developing in that way to find that community. Don't stop until you do. But when we, um, oh, how can I say this? <laughs> mm-hmm. I, if you trust spirit, if you trust your intuition, it's like they can communicate in so many different ways. We just have to be open to it. Just like my mother flipping open that photo album. She has come through in different ways and different readings and literally is physically produced or has produced physical evidence or um, answers to questions I have mm-hmm. about my life. And, and in fact, I just, just a few months ago, found out that I had some cousins and uncles I never knew I had, all because of lies from my dad, you know, but that was from information I received from readings mm-hmm. from my mom, and um, literally producing physical evidence, like for example, I think, do we have time for this? No, go this ahead. Story for, oh, good. Okay, because this is incredible. And, and I, it's going to my book, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I texted my sister one day, for example, and I said, you know, we need to get a hold of our cousins. We hadn't seen our cousins in 40 years, four decades. And she texted back and she said, well, she goes, Let's, I, I'm going on vacation a couple of weeks. I'll check out the ancestry report then. I know my twin. We are completely opposite. Where I jump on the thing immediately, she may take her time and process it, right? Mm-hmm. So I knew she wasn't going to do this. So I, I spoke to my mom and grandmother. You know, it's like, you know her. She's not going to do this. Make it happen. I swear to God, two days later, my cousin, one of my cousins reached out to me on Facebook Messenger and said, Cousin Joy here would love to connect with you. <laughs> that is the power of spirit. That That is how evident they are and it's no different if they're human or animal yeah. i have received healing from my pets in spirit i have a golden retriever in spirit that was a very special needs girl she had severe bilateral hip dysplasia we we, we rebuilt her hips at seven months old she helps me with my work 
And she's helped me heal. My little Maggie, you know, (laughs) she passed about three months after my dad did. And um, I'm telling you, she really, she taught me how much um, the animals are in spirit, just as much as our human loved ones are. Yeah, and I want to constantly send me flowers or feathers. I want to get into that. And I I think it's great, though, to point out that you can still reach them from the other side and get the help that you need. That's really great. So absolutely. And a lot of that is just being in the state of allowance. Right. And also believing, because I think a lot of us tend to dismiss the paranormal. Right. Yes. um, Actually, I think I saw some studies. I have to confirm this, but from what I've read, I think only about 25% of um, the population actually believes in psychic phenomenon, mediumship, telepathy, animal communication, and all of that in the paranormal. So that's that's not a whole lot of people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there's, you know, a good part of the population that, you know, believes that we're all charlatans or, you know, frauds. And, um Maybe they have been duped, and I would feel the same way. I've had many clients that have seen the wrong medium or seen the wrong psychic, and uh, that that's a big pet peeve. That's another show. Yeah, right no, now. I'm <laughs> going to address that, too. But why do you think everyone is capable, though, of being a medium? I do. I think everyone, because we all have intuition. It's a natural ability that we have. We're born with it. It's that gut feeling, you know, when you go... Uh, maybe I shouldn't buy that because you know that you've got to pay your rent. Or maybe it's that that feeling you go, oh, I really want that. And and that's your soul wanting to connect with that innocent part that that needs the reward for the hard work that you've done. You know, if we tune into that subtle, um, you know, vibration that's within ourselves, oh, my gosh, it just untaps a whole new world for us. And we can see things totally differently. You know, I know when my loved ones are communicating and I know which signs that they send. So I know who's talking to me, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Great. So, but, you know, it takes time to be in, in, in inward, you know, and spend time inward so you can feel your own vibration versus maybe one of your guides or one of your loved one in spirit. Yeah. You know, or even the angels, because they all have different vibrations. We all vibrate differently. And when did you start communicating with animals? <laughs> um, I think, you know, again, that's been all my life, but I just don't think I knew I was doing it. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> or when did the animals start communicating with you? Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I would say, you know, it, it's funny because I always reflect on some of the stories about my childhood. Um, where, oh my gosh, you know, the animals would follow her. You know, for example, we would go camping as a family and I, you know, would go off and play with the squirrels or the ducks or whatnot. And everybody would joke because then they would see all the ducks following me because, you know, I was playing with them or, you know, um, I could go up to, you know, an animal, you know, like a horse or a dog that, that normally would never approach another human, but they felt absolutely comfortable with me hmm. so and I've you know all my life they I would hear that compliment like I would be I would hear wow that my dog never does that that's <laughs> amazing or I've never seen that horse come up to anyone like they did now with you so I think I've always just had that ability I've just never tuned into it yeah but when was your first experience where you actually tuned in and you knew that that's what was happening, that you were communicating with the animals? Um, honestly, it was shortly after I learned that I was a medium. And um, one of my friends had connected with uh, me with another animal communicator. And she just had me go with her on a reading. And she asked what I was picking up and Next thing you know, I was describing this person's house and the dog where it would sleep and all these details about the dog. And she was like, wow, you just, it, it just came so naturally for me. I've never taken one animal communication class, but I feel that it's the same skill set as you use, at least for me, it is, 
when I tap in mediumistically or psychically with a human. I, to me, it's the same type of tools. There's the same, um, you know, skill set. You know, I, I'm very, I, I, I can remote view like nobody's business. That's yeah. how I can find missing pets, you know, <laughs> uh, and missing people, you know. Um, I When you were talking very, about, sorry, when you were talking about the vibration that you feel when it comes in, so you would know for yourself how it is. Is it the feeling that you had when you had that animal, that you were around that animal? Is that the vibration you're speaking of? Yeah, you know, because animal, well, so, like I said, we all vibrate differently. And for me, I mean, animals are just, they vibrate on a whole different level. <laughs> yeah. You know, they've learned unconditional love. We haven't. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, they, they, they just are on a whole, to me, they're up there with the angels. You know, they just, and I now feel them. And a lot of times, you know, people ask me, for example, you know, um, why I ask for a photo when I have, you know, um, when I do mediumship readings. And it's because animals will, it's so funny, they'll, I always want to set the intention that I'm connecting with them first. Um, not that I have control of that, but I just try to set that intention. Um, but it's funny because, like, in mediumship readings, a lot of times the humans will try to take over. You know, <laughs> that, that we just do. We get excited. Yeah, you know, fight for the excited, space. You know, <laughs> and, and the animals are just of such a vibration that they'll step aside and let the humans talk. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, and they never, and with me for the mediumship readings, you know, every medium works different, but kind of like a spirit party for me they don't ever leave so you know if I bring in you know three of your loved ones whether they're human or animal they all hang out so <laughs> but the animals if that happens will tend to just kind of sit with me and let the animal or humans do their thing and then you know I do connect with them but that's why I try to connect with them first because yeah. they just vibrate on such a different level and I, I really like to try and demonstrate that it really is no different than connecting with a human except in your perspective of them okay so well, I want to I want to take a break and get back yeah. into that so everyone yeah. stay tuned for the weekly skinny up next and hear more about alopecia and also when we return if you would like to connect with a pet who has passed call in 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527 on this weekly skinny, in light of the recent Oscars and the incident with Will Smith, Jada Pinkin, and Chris Rock, I would like to talk about alopecia areata. Alopecia is the medical term for bald. Alopecia areata is an autoimmune disorder, which is said to be the result of the body attacking its own hair follicles, resulting in hair loss. There are various types of alopecia areata, which can include alopecia areata, or patchy baldness, which can develop anywhere, including the scalp, beard, eyebrow, eyelashes, armpits, inside the nose, or ears. Alopecia areata totalis affects the scalp and just leaves the person bald. Alopecia areata universalis, while very rare, causes the person to be completely hairless. Diffuse alopecia areata is a sudden thinning of the hair rather than lost patches, and Ophiasis alopecia areata causes hair loss in a band shape around the sides and back of the head. Symptoms of alopecia can include small bald patches on your scalp or other parts of your body. Patches may get larger and grow together into a bald spot. Hair grows back in one spot and falls out in another. You lose a lot of hair in a short amount of time, you have more hair loss in cold weather, and your fingernails and toenails become brittle, red, and pitted. While alopecia is said to be mostly genetic, those who have conditions like asthma, Down syndrome, pernicious anemia, seasonal allergies, thyroid disease, and vitiligo can also be prone to it. Alopecia areata is the most common form of alopecia. It causes the hair to come out in clumps, often the size of a quarter, and can start at any age, but most people tend to develop it during their childhood around the age of 12. Most doctors say alopecia areata cannot be cured and only treated. Some forms of treatment include corticosteroids. These are either injected into the scalp or given as a pill or ointment to rub on the skin. Topical immunotherapy, 
as well as minoxidil or Rogaine, which is said to stimulate hair growth in a matter of 12 weeks. The medical medium says alopecia is an adrenal issue, and if someone has alopecia, they are lacking one of the undocumented hormones which make up part of the 56 different blends of adrenaline. Therefore, the medical medium suggests people with alopecia should address their adrenal gland health in order to get their hair back. Also, according to the medical medium, hair loss or thinning in general can be a symptom of EBV or Epstein-Barr virus, which can create an excess of adrenaline and cortisol. It can also be due to thyroid medications, antibiotics, and or other pharmaceuticals. Of course, reducing stress, maintaining a healthy anti-inflammatory diet, regular exercise, daily supplements, especially those which can address a virus like EBV, are also highly likely to help treat alopecia. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. If you are just tuning in, I am having a fun discussion today with medium Kate Kofeld. And if you would like to connect with a pet who has passed, call in 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. So, Kate, can you address the different perspectives when it comes to connecting with your pets? Yeah, um, thank you for that. Um, As I was saying before the commercial, um, a lot of times, you know, people think, oh, I can't connect with my pet, or even other mediums will say, how do you connect with pets and spirit, Not, you know? Um, and really, if they just remove that unbelief, they can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's no different than our human loved ones. But the other element to that is some people view pets differently or animals differently. I have always viewed an animal as a soul. And... I always feel that they're a little bit more evolved because they're more pure. Mm-hmm. They're so what you see is what you get. Right. There's no hiding. There's no masks, and they teach us unconditional love. And if somebody goes into a reading with that perspective, they'll be able to connect with their pets. If they go into meditation with that perspective, they'll be able to connect with their pets. That's great. So I, I mean, I, I, I always find that pets appear in order to provide more validation for my clients. Is that also something that happens? Yeah, validations are huge. And that's why, you know, signs, you know, what it's, you know, I think I mentioned earlier, you know, that I know which loved one I'm connecting with because they send me different signs. Right. I've just learned that on my own you know, and through different readings, um, Mm -hmm. that's a validation, you know, for me. Oh, okay. I know that we're heading in the right direction or nope, don't go in that way. Right. Exactly. (laughs) It's like the following the breadcrumbs, right? But you have to be aware enough and in your body, grounded enough, living in the present. And that's what animals are so good at teaching us, (laughs) living in the present. Absolutely. Well, well, with that, we actually have a caller on the line. So let's go ahead and take Lori from Minnesota. Lori, are you there? Yes, I am. Hi, Lori. Hi, Hi, Lori. How are you? Hi. Are you hoping to connect Hi. with an animal today? Yes, I am. Um, we lost our lab in October. Okay. Um, oh, don't that, that, that. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> Let Kate, t- Kate take over. <laughs> Yeah, I work off validations. And um, just, you know, just know uh, for anybody who's listening, these are just quick hellos. These are not meant to be in-depth readings or anything like that. But I really do want as minimal information as possible. I'd like to try to um, bring in as much um, information as I can for you so you feel like I've connected. So, um, and, and I may ask you a couple of questions. So when I do, just yes or no or I don't know. So, um, okay. Lori, um um, you already told me you lost your lab in October, correct? And and so now, um, um, hold on a second. Um, and this is a male dog, correct? Correct. Yeah. And um, I do feel like I keep hearing sweet, sweet, and, and something about his breath. So I feel like his breath isn't, it, there's something different about his breath. I don't think it's super stinky, but I think there's something sweet about it or something like he, he likes sweets or something, something with sweets. 
um, with this dog. But I do feel like he would sleep on your right side. It seems sleeping on your right side or rolling on your right side and playing, like on his back. Would he do that? Do you understand yes, he would. rolling on his back with his legs up? Do you understand? Yes, I do. You do. Okay, thank you. And um, and you have the lighter colored bed sheets that are solid colored, light colored, right? Right. Yeah. Correct. And 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 then um, I do see um, light coming from the right side of the bed. So I feel like there's either a light or a window coming from that side of the bed. Do you understand? Yes. Yes. And um, thank you. And. Um, and he's doing something very unusual for a lab. I see him actually got paws down, butt up in the air, almost like, oh. like, I'm, do you understand, like playful, like I'm, like, um, almost like a cat would do with the back. Um, yes, did he have, all the time. Do you understand that? Yeah. It, okay, hmm. awesome. I want you to know you made the right decision, and he gives you licks at night. Like he jumps up on the side of the left side of the bed and with his paws and he licks your face. Do you understand? This is, he's showing this to me and he wants you to connect in this way so you can feel his face, the energy of his face against your face. Do you understand? Yes. So whatever you can do to meditate and just, oh, in the collar, um, okay. Uh, it, there's a little uh, silver or metal round thing on the collar. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, and you have it. If you have it, please take it with you to meditate so you can have this energy so you can feel him next to you. Do you understand, honey? Yes, I do. Thank you. Yes. He loved you so much. And, and, and please know, um, oh, you've got another one coming. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be adopting one, honey. Well, where do you, well, okay. <laughs> yes, we have. It's Oh, you just did? Oh, okay. So he's acknowledging that. Do you understand? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Honey? Thank you. Yes. See, he's in the house with you. Do you understand? Because I knew I saw another one. Okay. So you just did this. Yes? Yes. Ah, I love it. I love <laughs> oh, it. my God. He's just validating, honey. He's just validating that he's with you in the home. And I think sometimes if uh, you have hardwoods, yes? Yes. Yes. I hear the clicking of the claws on the hardwoods so don't be surprised if you choose to really get into the practice of meditating every day breathing in light and, and holding on to his collar so you have a little bit of more of his energy with you and just closing your eyes and holding that collar next to your heart just breathing that love in don't be surprised if you hear those clicks honey he's just right around there do you understand he loves you so much thank you so much Thank You're you. welcome, Lori. Take care and good luck with the new one. <laughs> Thank you, Lori. Thank you. <laughs> so, Kate, what are some ways then you recommend for my listeners to connect with their pets? Yeah, you know, meditation is key, guys, whatever that looks like for you. You know, some people get this concept of, oh, I've got to sit for hours with my legs crossed and oh, you don't have to do that. You can take a walk in nature, you know, and be mindful, you know, you know, how you're breathing, how you're, you're breathing in the air, you know, are you breathing it through your nose or through your mouth? You know, how does the air feel against your cheeks or the earth feel underneath your feet? That's a start, you know, ultimately you do want to go inwards, right? Where you yeah. have that, that's where all the answers are. It's where we connect, breathing in and, and just breathing in the love, imagining their their love around you. Um, I take people through meditation in, in my classes so they can actually feel their loved ones sitting next to them. Mm. Um, practice that. Don't ever give up. If you think, oh, my God, I can't visualize, I can't see light, just pretend. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Don't give up. You know, um, if it's listening to music where you're concentrating on the music, not your thoughts, that's a meditation. If you're if you're running, for some people, it's physical exercise, running, you know, it takes them away. Some musicians, you know, because they're counting music, that's meditative. Mm -hmm. You know, any way where you can just go into that meditative place and grow from there and, and, and believe, that's the thing, stop questioning. <laughs> <laughs> right? Stop questioning. If you see a sign... Like if you smell your mom's perfume and you go, God, she was here. 
don't doubt it, thank her. Say, thank you, Mom. I love you. And she'll do some more of that for you. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to ask, the more that you validate it, the more it comes in, too. The more that you allow. Absolutely. Yeah. Attitude of gratitude, right? (laughs) You know, I'm always thanking spirit when they give me more information because I want more information. (laughs) I want my clients to feel like spirit's right there in the room with them. That's lovely. Well, with that, we're going to take another break, but everyone stick around for more love from the hip. The passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging, but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space, compassion, and especially someone who works across the veil. Allow Sakura Sutter, multidimensional channeler and intuitive medium, to be your spiritual guide with the other side. No matter if you choose to communicate with your transitioned loved ones to help you with the grieving process, or connect with spiritual, galactic, and other light beings to explore and dive in more on your spiritual path, Sakura can assist you. Not only does Sakura channel insightful messages, but she also incorporates her metaphysical tools to help you move through blocks and unprocessed emotions and feelings, providing you with a closure, relief, and new mindset to move forward. So don't hesitate to take your first step towards healing so you can start living your life once again. Remote sessions available. Contact Sakura at sakurasutter.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A-S-U-T-T-E-R.com. I want to take a minute and invite you on over to the Love Shack. It's a little old place where we get to get together, explore fresh perspectives, eavesdrop on juicy conversations, and uncover the mysteries that nobody talks about, but absolutely influences our relationships. And we're Tom and Stacey Bartley. We are the hosts of Love Shack Live, which airs every Thursday at 1 p.m. PST, 1150 KKNWAM. Yeah, come on over and join us. We look forward to connecting with you soon. Microneedling is a revolutionary treatment that can help reduce the appearance of acne scars, fine lines, pigmentation, wrinkles, even improve the appearance of stretch marks by stimulating collagen and elastin. Sakura Skin and Mind specializes in this procedure that jumpstarts your body's natural healing process. Sakura Skin and Mind believes in not only keeping the skin up to date with the latest trends in the skincare industry, but also keeping the skin beautiful, fast, pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-E-I-C-H.com. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. If you are just joining us, I'm interviewing medium Kate Kofeld. Well, let's go to the phone lines. We've got Wendy on the line from South Carolina. Wendy, are you there? Wendy? Yes. All right. I'm going to let Kate take over. Okay. Hi, Wendy. Hi, Hi, Wendy. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So um, you have a pet that you want to connect with that's in spirit, or do you have a living pet? Um, Have a pet in spirit. Okay. And is this a dog or a cat? And what and what is your question? We'll go that way, but don't. And I may cut you off if it's too detailed. Um, I you want? I have a. Give me the brief. Um, Give me the brief. My pet and spirit. Um, anything that comes through from him. What's the right. breed of it, know, Wendy? I know. I need to know the breed, honey. Um, a lab. <laughs> I, I, lab I, I mix. Use, I'm sorry. Lab mix. Lab mix. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Very playful energy. Very smart, but stubborn. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 
and I would say the stubborn actually appears a lot more than you would like <laughs> or you would have liked. But such a love, and it's usually because, and he likes white cheese or something. I see white cheese or cheese around this one. Is that true? Yes. Yeah. Um, and I swear he walks around with you, honey, on the right side and sometimes actually moves to your left side. So when you're walking around, I want you to see if you can feel him around you. Do you understand? Yes. Yep. And he likes the yellow tennis ball, I see. That, um, so go back into those memories, right, and connect with those feelings. And don't be afraid to adopt another one. Um, he is willing to share his love because you're such a good pet mom. Do you understand, honey? Yes. Yeah. All makes sense, honey? Absolutely. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm going to leave you with that because we're so limited on time. But thank you for connecting with me, honey, and thank you for loving your pets so well. Thank you, Kate. Thank you, Wendy. You're welcome. All right. Well, Kate, can you touch on how you work with missing pets? Absolutely. So one one thing with the missing pets, I'd love for people um, to absolutely get as many people involved as possible in helping them search for their missing pets. When I do a missing pet reading, it's very different from my regular readings um, because, in fact, doing it. I learned no doesn't mean no because of the missing pet readings. Um, that could be another show. But um, <laughs> I, um, I absolutely use Google Earth. So a lot of times I'll go through the reading. I'll try to connect with the pet. All the no's usually lead me to where the pet might be at. In fact, I just worked on a case a couple of weeks ago, and I told the couple, I said, you will want to look in this particular area in a couple days because I know the pet's going to end up there and sure enough that they had a sighting there so you know um, always get a time of day with your pets you know if somebody has a sighting try to get a time of day if they saw them because sometimes the pet will return to that place especially if there's a food or water source you know um, but um, always always it's listen to the medium if they're yeah. giving if they're giving you good validation because and- they're giving you good instruction. And so, Kate, you said you work with missing pets through remote viewing. Could you explain that a little bit further? Sure. So, you know, some people, you know, um, will rely on different um, skill sets. For some reason, remote viewing came very easily for me. And that is kind of popping into this area where your pet might be. That's why I can see, like, the energy of spirit, you know, in your home, you know, or, like, um, where I was able to lead this couple to this one area on the map. It's like I could see, like, I'm in that area. All of a sudden, I'm there. You know, like, I remember doing a missing pet reading one time where I could see through the eyes of the animal and I was literally um, all of a sudden looking up and I could see these steel grates over my over me. So I immediately knew I felt like I was in a sewer of mm. some sort. And I could see people walking past, but they weren't. I could just, it, it was very symbolic for me of, okay, people are passing right by me and they can't see me. And, um, it was a hard call for this this case because we could not we, we identified yes the pet was there the dog was there but we just couldn't get to the to to the dog so but I was able to go into that place and see where they were at and I can pinpoint it on Google Earth so you know I'll look around and I'll see the environment you yeah. know I've done readings where with missing people um, you know I had a client that actually called me and. Um, that person was describing where they were at and it was underground it, and I could just, I could see candles and I could see, you know, the earth, the, the walls were like uh, made of earth. It was really interesting, you hmm. know, so I, I, I tend to just pop into those places. That's the best way to describe it. You're actually there. It's almost like you astral travel and yeah. boom, you're there, you know, <laughs> you just, you know, you could describe somebody's house or, you know, the outside of, you know, a, a canyon, you know. <laughs> so, so Kate, do you recommend that people get in touch with you or other animal communicators or mediums that communicate with pets prior to their animal passing? You mean if they're getting ready to pass? Yeah, before they uh, take that rainbow bridge. Really, 
that's a touchy that's a touchy thing because sometimes people want to know when oh. their pet will pass, and it, that is not my job. I am not in, um, and I will never break this spiritual rule about letting you know when somebody is going to pass. Um, I that's just not my job, you mm-hmm. know, and it's not my right to do that. Right? It's a soul contract. So if they go into the reading with the thinking of what can I do for my pet that would be in their best interest, their highest good, then yes. Mm -hmm. Um, If that's going to make you feel better and give you answers to help guide you in that process, absolutely. But if you're wanting to know when they're going to pass, I would say no. (laughs) Right. You know, just, just love on your animal and do what you feel is in, you know, the best interest of your pet. So Kate, what has been the most rewarding part about working as a medium? I love to see the connection. Um, You know, I am very much alone. I have been my whole life and, or I feel physically alone. I should rephrase that. But I'm not because spirit is here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, they're constantly with me. And to see my clients actually get that connection and feel that connection is so rewarding for me because even though it doesn't remove the pain of missing them physically, it opens the door of a new way of communication so they can feel connected with their loved ones, whether they're, you know, they're, they're in human form or animal form. Yeah, it lessens that loss, if you yeah. will. Yeah, and I just feel if you know, if you're if you're hesitant with this type of work, if you know, like I said, not a big population believes in this, start investigate, like start reading about it. You know, because it's all a part of us. Yeah, it's no different. I mean, get that's curious. Exciting. <laughs> it, 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 and you know, it's like we can heal. Like that's huge for me because that's a personal journey I've experienced. My healing has come from messages on the other side and them producing even physical evidence that yes they're here and this is the truth that's wonderful and and i love that i mean there's nothing that can beat the healing of that connection that see that connection that (laughs) no we're not we're not alone we are loved so uh kate how can my listeners learn more about you or book a session um they can go to medium kate that's kate with a c like kate blanchett um, <laughs> sorry did that, but mediumkate.com, or you can follow me on my social media at mediumkate. Um, and I've got, uh, my email that goes out when, about once a month. I do run specials only because everybody, it, it's not to spam people, please. It's not spammy. It's just so yeah. people that might need a little bit of a financial break can have one. Awesome. And also allow me to pay my bills. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you again, Kate, for being here today. Oh, thank you for having me. This is such a pleasure. And um, I want to thank your callers for calling in yes. and thank them for the connections. I okay. always feel it's an honor and a privilege to connect with our loved ones in spirit. And when you share your family, you're sharing your heart with me. So thank you so thank much. Thank you for very me much. On this show. All right. Well, thank you, Kate. Thank you, Eric. You, the listener, KKNW, KBKW, and Cape Town Zone Radio. Tune in next Wednesday for another episode of Love from the Hip presents Go Beyond the Veil. Stay kind out there, stay true to you, and don't forget, make self-love contagious. Go ahead. I dare you.